Hey, business building warrior. Hope you're having a great weekend. If you're listening to this right when it comes out, it's on a Saturday. This is our weekend update. A weekend update, if you're new around here, just means we've gone back in time, maybe a few days, a few weeks, or a few months, and we've grabbed some inspirational, informational, helpful tips and strategies from recently popular episodes where we've typically interviewed a guest who's a success story from our community, and we put them on the stage and we talk to them about what's working, what isn't, what challenges they're facing, what strategies can they share with us, excuse me, about their business. So let's dive into this weekend update in just a moment, and you're going to hear the clips that we've compiled for you today. But before we do that, a couple things about this show. First, if you're brand new around here, you should know the vast majority of our episodes are, as I just described, interviews with successful students from our community. We've got a free Facebook group. As I'm recording this, over 72,000 people from around the world using the strategies we teach to build beautiful businesses online. Jump in there if you're not a member yet. Silentgem.com has the link. The other thing that all of these people have in common that you've heard on the hundreds of episodes of this show are the fact that they're using the Proven Amazon course strategies to grow their business. Now, inside the Proven Amazon course, you will find dozens of helpful modules that can meet you where you are and take you to the next level. So we have students who have 10,000 or 20 or $50,000 or more businesses who study the content in the Proven Amazon course. And we have brand new people who've never sold anything online and they're not even sure if this is a business that's right for them or not. We've got modules for everyone. The course grows with you. So that's the other thing that all of our guests on this show have in common is they are successful students of those strategies. So we're very proud of the fact that we've compiled hundreds of interviews with those students. If you want to see even more success stories, jump into our free Facebook group, like I mentioned, at silentgym.com. There's a link to the course. There's a link to our coaching, all that good stuff. Something else I want to put on your radar before we jump into the content for this weekend episode is the fact that July 6th through 8th of 2023, you want to circle that on your calendar and plan to join us in Columbus, Ohio, as hundreds of listeners to this show gather along with nearly all of our coaching team. We have about 60 coaches. Hundreds of listeners to this podcast are successful coaching students, proven Amazon course students, all the sponsors who can't wait to be a part of the excitement. We're all going to go to Columbus, Ohio, July 6th through 8th for our 11th annual get together with over 40 breakout sessions for content for absolutely every stage of Amazon experience or e-commerce experience. If you're brand new, just checking it out, you're going to love this event. If you've got a $100,000 a month business and you're looking to expand, you're going to love this event. You need to be there. It's great networking. You're going to have a blast. If you've listened to a handful of episodes recently, you've heard us talking about it. If you have questions, get over to theprovenconference.com. Odds are we answer all your questions there. Again, the website. Remember these three words for our July 6th through 8th event. These three words, The Proven Conference. Go check it out. Hey, let's get into the weekend update. Can't wait to show you what we've got for you today. And then I was listening to some YouTube while I was getting the house ready for sale. And somehow YouTube went to a recommended channel, to a recommended channel, to a recommended channel. And then you popped up and you're doing a... Um, a uh, what was it? You were, you were talking, you're using an example of popcorn, finding popcorn and finding replens 
and bundles using popcorn as an example. And I'm like, man, if you can sell popcorn on this thing, you can sell anything. So it just sucked right. me in. And I was probably supposed to be doing something else, but I ended up sitting down and watching the whole hour, hour and a half uh, episode on it. And I was like, why isn't anybody else talking about this? I probably, at that point, I listened to maybe a thousand hours of uh, things between YouTube and different channels and podcasts. And, and I'm like, that seems like it's something that could be an actual business. And you yeah, can keep selling the easily sourced full priced products that are all around you. Yeah. Right? And you weren't, you weren't once talking about waiting for a Labor Day sale or any of those right. kind of things. It was underutilized, you know, listings yeah. that you could find profitable items on that are just out there. And I'm like, there's no way this can happen. I'll ask you a question, Joe. Do you know, you said you listened to a lot of YouTube videos and no one was talking about this. Do you know why that is? I know. I'm just curious if you want to take a stab at why virtually no one's talking about this model from a expert teaching the masses type of vantage point. The model emerged from this community, replens, and virtually to this day, still no one... Most ideas get copied very rapidly, right? Good ideas. Yeah. Why is it? Why is it? So I, I'm curious if you know, happen to know. I, I don't know exactly. I mean, I can take a stab at guessing that, you know, there's, they don't want, if, they, if they're going to be doing that model, they don't want to give away all the secrets of it or think they're giving away all the secrets instead of helping out the community and realizing that there could be some of that going on for sure. People keep it close to their chest, but it's so expansive, you know? Yeah. Um, the so other expansive. side of it is it's, Boring, I guess. It is boring. <laughs> it is boring for sure. I mean, it's, it's selling it's, Nike shoes versus selling, you know, a, a thing of candied pickles or something or whatever. I mean, you don't care what the product is. It's just no. analyzing the numbers and selling Data the stuff that's going to make you money, right? But you know, here, here's my theory, at least, and see if this resonates with you, Joe. I would get, venture to guess that the vast majority of the content that you're watching on YouTube, if you followed the advice and the path that the person was talking to you about, you're getting yourself into a multi-thousand dollar commitment of some kind, a course, training, something, software tools, et cetera. It's going to cost you, you know, upfront five to ten thousand dollars over the next six to nine months, just in training expenses, another fifteen thousand, et cetera. Right. Sure. And that is a lot of money for affiliates to go after. Yeah. If you're an affiliate, if you're promoting that course, you get half of that money. It it so is. And you can pretend certain- to be pretty excited about just about anything. That you yeah. you're not even doing it and yeah. promote. And our course is, is you know, about a dollar a day and for people. Like affiliates just don't get that excited about our programs because they're so inexpensive. That's my theory, even though it's working for, for more people than any course that I'm aware of. Yeah, it, it certainly could be. I mean, there, there's some other groups that I'm part of that are membership driven. Some of the, the ones that I have joined, just like you say, if, unless you have a community that's backing it without being having to pay to say it, and you know you're actually hearing from real people, yeah. it's a good idea to probably stay away from those groups and kind of do your own homework on it. There's other uh, great groups out there for sure, but there's not there's not as many of them as you think there would be. There there are, but I'll, I'll tell you, there's so many times where I've had a question because eventually I I, stu- I stumbled across your video, saw you know, is it silent the silentgym.com is the only website you have to go to do all, and I started going to it. Yeah, there you go. And uh, so I started going there, looking at all the notes and all the people and all the things. And, and I was like, wow, this is pretty extensive. And then you were talking about the course and you said, you don't need to buy my course. And you're very open about that. I was like, yeah, I can listen to all these these videos. I eventually have your course now. I, I, your your Christmas deal was too uh, good to pass up. So a friend that I had met on uh, through different groups and different you know networking 
uh, her and I both went in on it, and, and now we both have the uh, thing. And first off, the, the price that you're going up to, to me, is still a steal. Uh, I it, The amount of information that's in there is just massive. I paid more than that to talk to a guy for an hour when I was first getting started with it. Now, that was great because he kind of showed me how to do a few things and also convinced my wife that this was real and not... Because it seems so surreal when you look at it. And to anybody who's you know not signed up for this yet... Like get signed up with Seller Central. It's it just it's it's so funny how easy it is to get going with it. Even if you have a full time job and you think you don't have time, it's I do the same thing. I'll I'll sit you know around I'll watch some TV or something, and then I'm like, man, where'd the week go? And I didn't have time to do anything. Well, I, I did. I just chose to watch TV instead of you know going. To yeah, do yeah. That that little you need that period of intense focused effort where you kind of change your schedule and your lifestyle and your habits for a period of time to launch something new. And some people just never get around to to carving that out. Sure, but and, um, and had I done that, you know, a few months in advance, it would have made it a lot easier when I was unemployed at this point, and then doing it with money that like wasn't replenishable. That money was actual money that was going into the business, and if something happened, which it did, that money goes away. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, the, the community is great, but I'll tell you that like, your community when I went to the Facebook page. I was like, oh, let me type in. I had some questions. I was going to ask in the community. I'm like, well, let me use the search function. Look, every single question I could possibly come up with has already been answered in that community at some point in time with extensive data surrounding it. The people that are on there, there's some people that are, I don't know when they sleep, but they're entering, they're answering questions at 5 a.m., 11 p.m. You know. yeah. Well, it's, it's a global community. That helps, right? It's the middle oh, of the Sometimes it's somewhere. the same people, though. It's, it's, it's wild. Yeah, true. We've got some truly committed, we've, what, I'm not sure. We've got like a hundred admins and moderators in that group, and you know I've been doing this for 20 years, and and good people and real genuine friendships and relationships have formed out of that. So I've been working closely with some high quality, smart people that have had a lot of success in e-commerce. And something that we all have in common on the leadership team around here is we root for the new guy because yeah. we know those new guys like as I'm sitting here with you fairly new student kind of you've got some momentum you got some success you know this works but you've played your story forward a year two three years from now you're a leader on stage in an event you're you're bought into the community you love what we're all about you've formed great relationships with all kinds of good people and so we love pouring into those new sellers because we know they quite often mature and grow into great leaders who teach us all new things and that's the model we've used for it you know, like I said, you know, fifteen plus years now. You had a lot of different podcasts that resonated with me. I, I do what you said to do is, you know, let's stay most current with the, uh, you know, what's out there now because that's most applicable to what we're doing now. But also go right. back because you have those evergreen, you know, episodes, and they, they really are. I mean, you've erased the ones that are not, you know, important or not applicable anymore for whatever the reason is, but kept them. And even ones that are from episodes in the single digits, they're still applicable now. And it's 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 funny. But you had mentioned, I can't remember when it was because I've listened to so many of them rapid fire. But one thing that stuck out to me, and, and it wasn't your idea, but I can't remember who you said it was. You mentioned like two buckets in the field and you know and, and you know the storm comes through and one's overflowing and one is an inch of water and in the same bucket, you know, how is that possible? And you know, the answer being that uh, one's been there longer. And yeah. you know, that, that was actually a riddle I came up with because when we'd have family meals, we'd like to try to make up riddles to stump the family. And yeah. that was that was actually one that I came up with and did, used on my kids. Oh, okay. At one point, and uh, eventually one of them got it. But yeah, two buckets in a field, identical buckets, 
It's pouring down rain. One of the buckets is full and overflowing and one is half full. How that happened? Right? That's the riddle. Yeah. And as you said, you know, well, one hasn't been there that long, right? Illustrating yeah. what? I mean, what was, do you remember the point of that story? He was saying that you know sometimes you just have to be in you know be around people, be in the community, do the different things for a while before things start to yeah. seemingly go your way with it. Yeah, and it can be hard at first to get going. It's hard later too. It's hard at all different times of your business, depending on what you're doing at that time and how you're growing. Just like any business, mm-hmm. but being in that area longer, even this few months that I've been in, I feel way more equipped to move forward and you know through 2023 than I did in you know July, August, September. Um, and I made some you know not great decisions on some stuff that ended up teaching me very quickly. I'm glad I made the, the those uh, decisions, but they ended up you know costing me some time and a little bit of money. Uh, nothing crazy. I just went too deep on stuff that I thought I wasn't going deep on. But you know, buying twenty of the same exact size shoe when you misread Keepa and it doesn't actually sell very well is not a great idea. And Those then variation listings will get you, man. Oh uh, yeah. And then and then when Amazon loses you know thirty of the shoes that you send in on something and finds them you know 120 days later <laughs> right. after everything's tanked because now it's Christmas sales. Uh, that, that doesn't help either. But uh, you know, I, I learned some things from there and you know, probably listened to some of your podcasts maybe like a week too late. Then I was listening to them like, oh, that's exactly what I just did. I'm like, <laughs> uh, why didn't you tell me that sooner? Uh, yeah. I also, you know, again, the same thing with the variations. I was looking at something, thought I had the right order of a shirt. Again, it was another Nike product. And uh, I thought I was ordering the right thing. Turned out the swoosh was black on the one that I saw, but I had ordered white. Had no idea, but it, t- it turned out being really good. And, and actually, I used some of your advice again about making listings. I saw that it wasn't on there. Uh, it looked like something that would sell well. So I was like, well, instead of returning this, which I'm kind of against doing, I think if, you, if you're making a decision to buy something, you you bought it. Instead of returning to, it to the retailer. Yeah. yeah, figure out how to sell it. You know, don't, it, it's just figure out a way. There's a lot of ways to sell things off of Amazon through, I mean, there's just so many ways. But I was like, well, let, me, let me see how hard this is. And I got approved to list the Nike listing. Put it on there, made a variation listing, and it started selling. And for a while, it w- before other people found it, it was you know, really good for me. I, I was really excited to sell the things, making great ROI on it. And you could probably do it again, even with listings as good as you know Nike. Is that there's there's stuff that's not listed, and there's so many things out there that come out with that are just not listed. And then you bring in all the stuff that's you know not as cool and and you know and fun, like. You know, it could be popcorn or whatever you want. There's so many of them that aren't listed, and it's, it's just amazing of what the opportunity is um, that that's out there if if you use it. You reference a lot the business secrets from the Bible, and um, almost on that, but I have about like 30 more minutes of listening to that book to go through. Yeah, everybody. my good friend and mentor Rabbi Daniel Lapp, and that book I've referenced. You know, there's a handful of books that I've send people. To, it's like, hey, you want to get inside of my business brain, the books that have shaped me and the way I think and the success that we've had, that's right at the top of the list. Business Secrets from the Bible by Rabbi Daniel Appen. Yeah, you're enjoying that, huh? I, I am. And, and, I, and I will say that you know, I, I don't consider myself a, an extremely religious individual. I, I respect religion and I think it's, it's, it's great. And I think community is really the biggest thing. And he even talks about that in there. Be, be part of a group. You don't need to be part yeah. of a church. You need to be part of a group. And the group is going to keep you as a wholesome individual. And it's absolutely true. 
Yeah. Um, but but a lot of things from that book that really resonate with me. And you, you know, you mentioned different uh, things. I forget where I was going with this because we talked about the book. But you know, oh, the the, uh, the he talks about you know mowing your own lawn and how you don't need to do that. The law of specialization. And it, yes, and and if so, if I'm sitting there taping boxes. I'm not doing something else. And you, you might say, well, you, you know, you're a newer seller, you know, keep that money here. Well, I also pay taxes. And while I can get those taxes, sales tax back, in a lot of cases at the end of the year, it's still money right now that I can utilize somewhere else if I'm sending it to a tax-free state and going through there. And, and, and where I am in Texas, it's 8.25%. So it's, uh, it's pretty enticing to go and say, well, if I buy anything over $15, which is a lot of the products that I sell, it's automatically pays for itself to be shipped by somebody else and I'm not touching it. And then I can keep yeah. doing that process. Let me let me fill the listener in for just a moment, Joe, on the topic you hit because it's a, it's a common discussion around here and I'll try to talk folks through it. So when you're buying products online, we call it OA or online arbitrage, sourcing inventory by shopping on random websites. You can have it sent to your house, in which case you're going to pay the sales tax from whatever state you live in. Or you can have it delivered to any of the hundreds of prep centers around the country, some of which are located in sales tax-free states. We've got a list at prepcenternetwork.com. It's a free list we provide as a service to the community, the listeners here. So if you're shopping online and want to have your products sent to a prep center, it's a brilliant decision to have someone else manage your inventory for you at the point that your business is ready, because there is an expense there, obviously. But if you use a sales tax-free prep center in one of those states, well, then your order, it's going to cost less money right at the point of sale. But as Joe mentioned, vast majority of the time, you can get those taxes back. The sales taxes that you pay for your inventory that you're purchasing for resale, you can get it back. It's paperwork you got to track and files, things you got to fill out. It takes a little extra work. Some people do it, don't have a problem with it. But there's a convenience factor there. But again, you're, the point you're illustrating, Joe, and I think you're doing a great job of it, is just that law of specialization, that those services that pop up in our community that can help you automate and make this more convenient, where you can step out. And, and the phrase that I've been using for 20 years is, you want to get yourself to the point where you're doing the things that only you can do. And that means you're bringing in other people to manage the process. And because with this business model, there's very few things that only you, Joe, or only you, business owner, can do. Very few things. If anything, everything can be done by someone else. So getting to that point where you're doing the things that only you can do gives you a very valuable business. Or as one of the coaches on our team has recently been very fond of saying, and we've kind of adapted that around here, the more valuable you are to your business, the less valuable your business is. Because if you are the link that keeps the whole thing together, all someone's got to do is take you out, get you sick, get you into a you know a crisis of some kind, health, family, relationship, something, and, and suddenly your business crashes. But if it's not reliant on you and it's got other people who can kind of move in and out and fill those roles, well, now you've got a sustainable system and that's a sellable business too. So we like those themes around here for sure. Good stuff, man. I just thought I'd interject a few thoughts and, and uh, you know, these sure. are all... Kind of like soapbox issues for me. I could talk about any of these things for an hour, anytime, man. I get. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I, and you'll you'll see. I'm not shy about talking. I am shy by nature normally, but I've kind of way overcame that. And you can ask my wife; she thinks I just 
blew it out of the water by doing the opposite of what I thought would be shy. So then I wouldn't be so shy with things anymore. But once I get going, I can talk and talk and talk. But well, that's that's another <laughs> thing from Rabbi Daniel Lappin's book. He talks about that. Remember yeah. the most powerful tool you have as a business leader? You remember what he says? The uh, your mouth. Yeah. Remember that? Do you yeah. remember reading that? Yeah. Right. It's the most powerful tool you have. So get used to using it well. Get good at yeah. communicating, and, uh, telling and, people how you feel, what you think, educating. You, that's a skill you must have. Yeah. The, the, the previous work that I did, it was you know surprising just how much talking to people gets you. And, and even like, like later this week, I'm going to go and talk to a supermarket manager about trying to get a product that I used to be able to get at a certain price that went up. I want to see if if I can buy a pallet of it, if they will continue to sell it to me at that other price. Right now, the answer is no, because I haven't asked them. But if I don't talk to them and you know <laughs> communicate with them, it's always going to be a no. So it's I might as well reach out and talk to them and see how things are going. And some people uh, are mortified at the thought of having conversations and, and potentially being told no and those sorts of things. But no, you have to get over that, man. Yeah. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm naturally shy by nature and, and I got to psych myself up to it a little bit. So I get anxious right before I go and talk to somebody that I've never spoken to before as well. But I, I also know that, you know, when we talk about serving people and, and serving the community, it's, it, it helps them out because they're selling something that they want to sell anyway. And they were selling it at that price before. So they possibly can still sell at that price now. It helps me out because I'm going to make money off of it and help somebody else out because maybe they can't get it and they keep buying it at whatever price it's listed on Amazon for. So you know, we're helping a lot of people by me just opening my mouth and talking to somebody. Yeah. Um, so it's, sure. it's something that that's what I plan on you know, doing that's later. The, that's the beauty of, I mean, that, that is by definition what free markets are. It's yeah. mutually beneficial arrangements. Kind yeah. of everyone benefits. Every tra- that's what a transaction is. It's a mutually beneficial exchange. Yeah, I mean, my, 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 if, one, my previous... if one party's not benefiting, why would they do it? Like, no, sure. I'm not going to sell it to you for that. Okay, cool. No deal. Or that's way too expensive. Okay, don't, don't buy it. But when we do come to a price that we both like and agree on, both parties win. That's it's free market. And and a lot of this whole thing is just relationship driven, and it's not necessarily like you know doing something for somebody to try to get something else. It's just being a decent human being. I mean, there, there's distributors that we worked with at my previous work that I I don't talk to like there's I haven't talked to them since I left that job, but I still called them and wish them uh, you know happy Thanksgiving and a merry Christmas. And that part of it's going to help me later, I'm sure, because I've already now talked to them since then because I'm at the point where I'm you know, looking into some wholesale options. And they're saying, hey, we don't sell to Amazon sellers, but hey, yeah, we want to sell, we'll sell to you. Tell us what you want to do here and how to do it. Here's our listings and go ahead and, and do this. And now I have a corner on something where I know that they aren't selling to other people and they get very, very, very good pricing on things mm-hmm. just because I'm a decent person to yeah. these You guys. got the relationship. You've earned the trust and respect and friendship over time. Sure. Yeah. And, and it's, it's you know, something where I, like, after I left, I tried to make sure that the next person that was coming up and ordering in my company knew who that person was and continued to order from them. And I didn't have to do that. It didn't, didn't benefit me at all. It's just the right thing right. to do. And, and yeah. now it's benefiting me. And if I, if you had asked me then, if I thought I was going to be buying from distributors to do that, it's just, I would have thought that was crazy. And even continuing this, I might've thought was a little bit crazy. I, you know, the idea of this was great to make this a full-time thing. But again, when you're starting, it just seems so surreal because you're selling five, 10, 15 or something, and you make a few bucks off of it. But at that point, it's like $30. And you're saying, well, was $30 worth all this time? And it's, it's not. 
but you can scale that now and you get a bunch of different products like you're saying through your, your replens. They don't have to sell a thousand times a month, but if you have a hundred products sell four times a month, you know, all the time, you now have a really good quality business that's now actually more protected than the other thing because they could stop selling it, the price could go up, other people could jump on the listings. It's yeah. unlikely that a hundred of those are going to happen all, all right. at the same You've time. You've completely diversified your risk. It, it's, it's amazing. And you, you mentioned like if you looked at, at your uh, storefront, there would be plumbing things next to you know, a can of pickles and... <laughs> You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's so oh, random. I say all the time, if if a successful replens seller set up a physical store location, a brick and mortar building with a parking lot, and people walked into the store and saw on the shelves the things that the successful replen sellers sell, it'd be the most random. I mean, you think a, you think it's chaotic at Goodwill. I mean, there is no semblance of any kind of connection whatsoever between the you know. Like you said, a jar of pickles and paper towels and some plumbing equipment you've never heard of before. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just completely random. It's like all the stuff that gets thrown out at Goodwill before, back when it was still packaged well. You know, it's like, what is all this stuff that we've identified underserved listings on Amazon? We don't care what the product is. We don't care how we feel about the product. It's a number on a piece of paper. Customers want it. They're willing to pay price X. I can get it for thirty percent of price X. It's a listing that already exists. Let's sell against it. It's not rocket science. It's just, it's not, it's a matter of learning the process. Yeah. And, and even if the listing doesn't necessarily exist, you can put something together pretty easily. It's, it's not hard. I did it the first week. With like, those Nike shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the first shipment I was sending in, I, I stressed out for about you know a minute. And then I was like, this is definitely different. And then for a minute, I thought too, well, I'd probably sell this. And People aren't on the same listing. People aren't going to probably notice, and maybe they wouldn't. But that's not who I am, and and it's not the right thing to do. And so the right thing to do was to look at it and, and sell the right product and create something. And um, so you know, those thoughts cross everybody's mind: is you know, can you do this a little bit? And and I, you know, you talking about the you, white, the white swoosh versus the black swoosh. Yeah, how I many people would have noticed? Yeah, and and I almost didn't notice. I almost did send it out, and sure. I looked at it. And it was happens. Like this, this is not right. And so it delayed my shipment going out maybe three days while I figured it out. But again, I thought it was going to take me a long time to get approved to be able to list something Nike because it is one of those restricted brands where they don't want to have people uh, just listing counterfeit products. They make send a lot of photos in, but it's it's not hard to do. And if I can do it as like the first week of doing this thing, and, and you know, I, I'm getting close to 40 years old, so I'm sure there's people that are older than me that are starting this. There's a lot of people that are younger than me starting this. You don't have to be super computer savvy to do all this stuff. It's, it's it, Amazon doesn't care. They just want to make sure that what you're doing is is following all their terms of service and and they're trying to protect their brand and their customer. Uh, they don't care about that you know Nike per se. They just want to make sure that their customer is taken care of. And by doing that and by doing the right things, you are taking care of their customer. And also by listing more listings and variations, you're also helping them because you're putting more products out there. Allowing the customer to then see more products and to yeah. purchase something that they make. selection. Yeah. yeah. And and so it works out for everybody. There's so much data on those in the Keepa program uh, on the charts and so many functions of it that you just don't. I mean, you, your courses teach it pretty well. And without going through that or looking at it, you can miss so many opportunities. And I, right. I still, I'm still missing opportunities using yeah. it. Well, all of us are. There's dozens of ways to find great replants. And, and just so you know, I don't know if you noticed yet or not, but for the sake of the listeners as well, we've, 
we came out with a very popular module about six, seven months ago. It's part of the proven Amazon course collection. That's where all of our Amazon training is. It was called Advanced Keepa Training. And it, it shared one specific way to get in and really dig in and find great replans in Keepa. Well, we've got nine more strategies we're launching very soon. And it's going to it's advanced keep a training 2.0 kind of thing. Uh, it, these are all trainings that you'll be able to get as part of the proven Amazon course community. But there's just so many strategies is the point I want to make. Just using Keepa, that's just one tool. But I'm pretty sure if I brainstormed with some leaders on our team, we could come up with 50 different ways to find replens easily. But Keepa is a power tool that's involved in verifying, hey, is this a risk worth taking or not? That's the most powerful function that it performs, in my opinion, by far. It, it is. And it's also like, you know, for more advanced users of, you know, that have been in this longer for the, um, the small and light program, right. uh, it's something that Keepa is the only way that I'm really going to be able to find th- things quickly of what listings already exist that are great for that program that maybe aren't being used. And I think that possibly your community might be the only one that's really probably using that small night program correctly because I've talked to a lot of other people and they have no ideas on how to really look into it. But you kind of scroll through all the information on on your Facebook pages by doing the searching. And there's a wealth of information on how people are finding some things or what they're listing, how to list it, what it is. And then Amazon released the news saying that they're going to expand it a little bit and have it go up to a higher price. $12, I think, right? Which sounds like, okay, it's only two bucks. That probably makes millions of products. Eligible. Yeah. Which which is just wild to me, and yeah. so it's still going to be underutilized. And I think that's something that you know people could be spending a lot of money. I say a lot of money. People could be spending fifteen twenty dollars to make you know three four dollars per item, but you could also be spending two dollars on something and make three four dollars per item through the small and light program right. if utilized correctly. So that that's something that uh, again, Keepa is going to be one of those things that helps. And without really listening to you know your podcasts and without seeing things throughout your Facebook. Group, which I can't believe the Facebook group is free because it's just the amount of information that's in there just, just blows me away every time I go into it. And everybody's just fantastic in that group. You guys have done a great job with you and your team of, of thank you that, for that. That thing it's, it's uh, no, thank you. It's, it's it's almost selfish for me to, to see it because it's uh, it's just such a helpful. It's, it tool. comes back to us when success stories happen and the good news floats and people share their story on this podcast. You know, that attracts in other good, high quality business building warriors. And we all benefit from this community. We have an abundance mindset. There's as much room for as many of us who want to succeed in e commerce as who want to come in and do the work. So we love providing that free service. And I want to go back and just talk a little bit about small and light and feeling for those who maybe don't know what we're talking about. I'm not going to go super deep here. You can get into the Facebook group and do some research. We've got this training in the proven Amazon course as well. But there's a fee structure that Amazon put in place. If your product qualifies, if it's you know it's small and light enough, then you pay a lower reduced fee rate for that. But you have to enroll the product in the small and light program to qualify for it. So there's plenty of cha- times where, for example, you'll be selling against Nason and your inventory is small and light. So you can sell it at a lower price than people who aren't enrolled in small and light who are paying higher fees for the exact same product. And you're making money and they aren't and they don't know how you're doing it. So it's worth learning if you're selling products in that price range of, you know, I would say anything from it, a lot of people just stay away from products that cost less than 15 bucks. Now, take a look at them. If they qualify for small and light, the fee structure is so much lower. 
And you can actually drop your price and make more money by enrolling products in small and light because your fees decrease. And, and that's, I think, all, all that needs to be said for now is something worth investigating. And like you said already, Joe, it's discussed at length in our Facebook group frequently. Yeah, turn your money over quickly. I, I'd rather see a catalog of a bunch of different products that you can you know, sell a handful a month versus a few products that I've gone really deep in and I've got yeah. a bunch of it. And man, if things turn, I'm left with a lot of inventory. So yeah, keeping that mile wide inch deep is what we call it around here. Strategy rolling uh, just spreads your risk so thin across all these different products with great upside potential. And yeah, once you're heard good you, at this, 80, I've, 90% of the stuff you're picking is winners. Yeah. I mean, and it's it becomes easier and easier. And I had heard you say the 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 inch deep mile wide a million times, and I probably should have listened to it more. And and I was like, wow, there's a great sale on this. This is never going to happen again. Well, it does. It happens three weeks later. It's, <laughs> you know, all, all these things. I I don't shop a whole lot, so I never realized how often stores are trying to clear out stock of stuff. So if it's too good to be true, you know, it's probably a a, a junk product or it's something that. Everybody else is going to be buying that same thing. Yeah, and then that's, we just we don't. I don't get that excited about sales and discounts and clearance aisles and close aisles. No. That's the Easter egg model, and yeah. you, you can absolutely hustle your tail off. It's got to be you or someone who, who you know really well, and just hustle the yard sale, clearance aisle. You know that, and you can put some money in the bank. That's great, but you're going to be doing a lot of work. You're not going to be building a system that can scale to the point where. You're doing the things that only you can do and someone else is doing all of it and you've got a team ordering the same boring products online, not waiting for sales or discounts, and finding new replens every day. It's just a boring, scalable model that we encourage. Not the Easter egg hunt, excitement. Like, ooh, guess what I found today? Well, next Saturday, you're not going to find anything. We don't do that. Replens is a, a step into the predictable, boring, stable, steady, scalable model. And, and you're selling a lot of the same kind of similar stuff that you would be with that Easter egg hunt, that treasure hunt model. But you can go get more so easily anytime you need to is the difference. So you're just giving your shoppers a shopping list. You're not telling them to go out and find profitable inventory. Sure. You're giving them an exact shopping list. I mean, it could be a distracted teenager listening to music in their ear pod. They don't have to pay any attention to anything. Just here's the stuff we need if it's local retail or if it's online sourcing. Here's the websites. Here's the how many we need. Here's the you know someone yeah. can be paid to go shop. In, in, in particular, if you have like a, a special local store that's nowhere else that you can buy some stuff from, there's a bunch of them near near me. Which I was like, ah, oh, no one's going to buy this stuff. I look up the listing. Sure enough, it's on there and it's selling great. Like regional regional stores are gold. Stuff that's like uh, only in your state or it's only it, you know, it's, there's only a handful of them in your part of the world. It's amazing. So if you go in there and spend a little bit of time. You're going to find stuff and hopefully you can order it online and not have to keep going into the store. But sometimes it's not that hard to go in. And, and a lot of times you can talk to them too and say, hey, instead of buying like two bags of this off the shelf each time, can I, can you give me the whole boxes of it in the bag? And I'll say, yeah, sure. In no case problem. at a time for me or whatever. Well, one, less, one less thing for me to unload and then they'll, they'll give it to you. But again, you got you to gotta have the conversations and ask them about it. In order to do that, but um, I get texts I, from stores that we that we shop, and they'll they'll send me texts and like, hey, we got some more of this in. Do you guys want some before we open up all the crates and are the cases? And like, yeah, I'll swing by tomorrow. And they got my boxes sitting there. You know, send our shopper over, or I'll swing by. I like maintaining these relationships. I love every part of this business, but I do like automating and scaling and and yeah. letting a team. You know, we've we've got in our warehouse right now. I've got 
four family members and three, four, five, any given day, great friends that they're in our warehouse. That's what they do for a living. And they're good at what they do. Uh, and so I'm providing jobs and opportunities and, and meaningful work and building a profitable business and taking myself out of the equation. So that can be done. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good at putting tape on boxes, but it's someone who's doing that day in, day out, likes to do it, wants to do it, it's good at itemizing those things. It's going to be better at it. Like yeah. someone like my, my, my brother would be great at it. Now he's got other skills that he's not going to do it either. And I think you mentioned one thing, if you really like taping boxes and sending the things out, you know, Tape and untape some boxes that night. You don't need to do it through your yeah, business. Make it your hobby. <laughs> <laughs> but but don't don't do it for your business. You get somebody else right. doing it, send it out, you know, keep things flowing because there, there's just too much risk. Like life happens and you you miss you know sending shipments out in time and different things. And you want to you want to get those things constantly going in and, and a prep center, that's that's their business to do that. Um, and there's a lot of prep centers out there that are complete junk. So that, like you mentioned, having the list is is great. It's not going to protect you 100%. You still want to vet them and make sure they're right for your business. But it, it's something that having a list from somebody is a huge benefit because there's a lot of places out there that are just... They're not great. They're, they're going to make it seem like they're awesome for a little bit. Then you're stuck. You, you have your, especially if you're out of the country and you're sending something somewhere, you can't drive over to there and go get it. Like it's it's you're you're stuck at that point. And and I would hate to hear that. And I'm sure it happens all the time. But I, I would hate to hear that happen from people that just think, okay, well, I can just go to anywhere and call them, and they're they're going to be okay. And that's not the case with it. But it's something where I, I'm looking actively for it because I'm now buying enough where it makes sense to to do that. There's so many ways to do this. But you have to start. <laughs> you have to get the program and then treat it like it's a job. And if you do, it doesn't matter whether you get the, the dollar the, you know, per product thing or the $40, which I recommend that everybody should get. Start with $40 one. You're going to sell that. You're going to send in 40 products. You, you have to know you're going to do that. And if you do that, then you're, you're, already, you're already off with it. But I'd say that you really do need to have Keepa. If you had, sell, if you had Seller Central and, and Keepa... Which is free. That's Amazon, you know. Yeah, yeah, Amazon and, and Keepa. Yeah, and then the right training. That that's it. We have people in our community with seven-figure businesses yep. using just Keepa, married couple, yeah. and Keepa, and then yeah, and, and I'm sure I'm sure there's you know a lot of sellers that that's all they use because it's it's truly all you really need. I mean, I it, there's some other things that are convenient to have with everything else, but if you have those two things, you can. There's so many options that you have, especially if you're just yourself. Now, once you get into having employees and all that, there's certainly some other things that you should probably have. So to help you automate and scale and yeah, but, track your numbers and things for sure. But, but yeah, you're talking yeah. about, well, I think Keeper, I don't remember what it is, $20 a month or something. There's a free version of it too. But the, I, you know, the, once I got the paid for version, that, you know, again, a lot of people said, get the paid for version. And I was like, well, I can do a lot with this free one. Once I got the paid for version, I was like, oh, this is so much easier. And I didn't make those same mistakes anymore that I was making before. You got to use the paid version. It's virtually useless. The free version is virtually useless for the the stuff that we do. Yeah. On a very topical level, it helps you out. But it's it can also easily steer you in the wrong direction if you're just right. the free version. You can be misled very easily looking at the data without all the data. And and it'll 100% pay for itself if you you know look at it a little bit. And, you're, and again, you're not having to spend 40 hours a week looking at these things. You can do two hours a week and and look at it, and learn it, and you know make small you know decisions and small purchases, and you can go a long way with this. And again, I I can't thank you enough for your 
your your courses again, which I bought recently. I haven't really dove into too much. My mom is super excited about it because she's actually moving down to Texas, so she'd be closer to the grandkids. Uh, and my, one of my brothers lives down here too, but um, she's she's super excited. My wife is not as excited with that necessarily because uh, my mom is is just like me. It gets very excited about things, and that's all we talk about. We we dive head head first into it. I'm I'm very similar to my mom like that, and you know, very proud of my mom for being able to do those things. Uh, but she's super excited for your course. She's she's bought your book already. She's she bought me your uh, was it free free marketing one hundred and one. Uh, oh wow, yeah, that's a 2011 <laughs> book, man. Yeah, she 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 found it at some store and was like, "Oh, this is the guy you're talking about, isn't?" It? I was like, "Yeah, I was oh, like, that's I great." I, I was like, "I've never heard of that one, but I'm sure it's good." I was like, "I listened to a lot it, of his it's podcasts." Actually about for a book that's that old, man, it's still 70 percent or so of it in there is really good, applicable ideas. Yeah, I worked hard on that. Uh, that was a fun project. Yeah, so she's 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 big on that, but yeah, she she's she's bought your uh, the the silent sales machine book, and she's she's I'm sure she's probably done reading it. She reads far faster than I read, but uh, she's super excited. She wants to be part of the business as well, so she she's like, well, can I jump in and look at it? I'm like, I I can probably figure out how to get you access to it. And, yeah, uh, you can get family members, team members, that sort of thing. People who are working in your business, you can get them access. Just contact our support team, and they set up a second access. Uh, ID for you. Okay, that's cool. Off, off you go. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be easier to cut. So that way I keep track of what we're looking at and what's going on. Who's, who's watched which videos and what training each of you have yeah, taken. Yeah, and really I, it just, there's so much information. And like I was just kind of scrolling through it to look at, I was like, oh, where do I start in this thing? And it's like, you know, obviously you have some spots where you can start at pretty easily. Um, but the uh, there's, there's so many videos and so many things that depending on what you're doing, you can just kind of look at it and go that direction and and kind of learn what you want to at your pace. Right. Right. Yeah. If it, it, you're new or been around forever, there's something in there. It's always adding more in there as well. Every month we've got just numerous new exciting things coming and purging out the old, which is important. So no one wastes their time looking at ideas that don't work anymore. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a team of, there's a couple dozen of us that have our hands on the controls of making that content, you know, relevant and updated, and uh, it's we're very proud of it. I, and I would I would caution people who are looking at it is don't try to learn it all before you no. start. No. <laughs> like Absolutely. maybe watch. I think you had a couple. Of, there's a 101 uh, video with mm-hmm. you, I mean, you can do the spiel probably quicker than I can, but you know, look at those things and get started. Get you know, get the whole process. Get get the Seller Central, the, the Amazon um, app with it. Get going with it. List some things around your house, books, whatever. That's what I I, did. I think I did four hundred dollars in sales and just some random stuff that was sitting around the house. That just learning the process. Yeah, I didn't want to move it anyway, and <laughs> it was there to be sold. And and then I like, you get addicted to it. You start to scan a lot of different things. You're like, how is this selling for that much on there? And you're like, well, I got to buy it with a receipt because some things you don't want to just list. But uh, it's amazing. Your your eyes get open, and then you know. I'm sure there'll be studies on it later of you know cycling through your phone on how often you refresh that page to see what your sales have Checking been. your sales. There, there's yeah. there's going to be some books on this, the implications of of what that is and the dopamine that you get from like seeing it jump up ten things at first. I'm sure yours is jumping up you know thousands of dollars. If you every book. time you check it, yeah. <laughs> and I got multiple things going on, so I can spend a good five minutes anytime just getting updates. From the different business segments and you know different projects and things, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's you, dangerous. And I, I do think that you you have to shut it off at a certain point and say I'm not going to look at it anymore because your family time is very important to to yeah. go and spend time with or other things. But 
stuff's going to still happen. It's going to be there in the morning when you go and you know, sign back in and <laughs> go and look right. at it. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's, the community that you have is, is fantastic. You know, thank you for you know having me on and, and talking to me about all these things. Uh, super excited when you reached out to me. And I'm excited to see kind of what this kind of develops into. And a lot of it's going to be using methods that you teach because... And again, I, I'm in the younger crowd is kind of looking at like, okay, Nike and Adidas and all, which again, they're, they're great business models if you want to do it that way. But it can also get you in a trap in a lot of ways too. And I think going the, and I'll use like the boring way with it, it's not, it's still not boring. It's fun to go into a store and scan some random things and be like, well, I can make this in barbecue sauce. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's fun to do it that way. And it, it makes barbecue sauce more exciting, I guess. But all it, these random products, it, it is. It's, it's neat to be on the hunt. And it's also hard to, like, if my wife tells me that she's got to be careful if she sends me to the store to go get like milk or something because she knows it's going to, I'm going to scan. At least for twenty minutes, <laughs> to work. It, and, yeah, it's just, I'm the same way. I can't just walk through a store retail. I've, you know, and, and you kind of learn new stuff, jumps off the shelf, unusual stuff, stuff you haven't seen before. Ah, but that's a decent one. I'm going to check that out real quick. And and sure enough, you know, there's replens all around you anytime you're in a store. So it's hard to leave a retail store. It can become very. Oh, uh, she'll, she'll go in with me. She'll be like, "What, what are you doing? We're just going in here to get a, a, a bucket for our son's Halloween. Why are you getting a cart?" <laughs> right. Yeah, yep, we're gonna I'm need like, it. Well, There's I don't know if I'm gonna find something. <laughs> yeah, There's money in here. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.